0: This is Dyes and X, the podcast, episode 164 for the week of February 15th, 2009. Welcome to Dyes and X,
1: the podcast,
0: an extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site, Dys and X. Finish it off.
1: We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. Hey there.
0: Happy Valentine's Day. Aw, thank you so much. Even though this
1: episode's coming out after Valentine's Day, it's at least that weekend. I think the
0: cool kids are calling it Singles Awareness Day, actually. Are they really?
1: Well, I'm not a cool kid.
0: Nor are you single. Right. So, two strikes. I'm out. (laughs) Hey, Mary. How you doing?
1: I'm swell. And you? Good
0: times. I'm fantastic. Thank you. I got home stuff on the brain. Measurements, furniture, you name it. It. cabinets replacings ah. light fixtures carpets so it's kind of
1: nice to do something geeky Damn on right. valentine's day
0: <laughs> we're gonna go out we're gonna do a special dinner you know that kind of stuff
1: we're gonna go out to dinner where we got married oh sappy now that that's too much information for our audience um maybe, maybe they
0: care i don't know Probably not. Let's move on. Okay. My name is Mike, Vegito EX, and you're Mary. Right. Good times. It's just you and I. Uh huh. Julian specifically requested the week off, so he's not here.
1: Okay. He's a lot of vacation. He is, he is.
0: Uh we were I want a vacation. <laughs> You can have one to move. Yes. How's that? Okay. We were going to record last night, but then I ran into the same computer problems that plagued us before, but I was able to easily fix it. So that's why Julian wasn't there last night. But now it's today, but now it's Saturday night and he's probably off doing stuff anyway. So it's just you and I, Mary. We have a special little episode, Valentine's Day. We're going to tie in a little bit of topics. You wouldn't think there's much love in the series for Dragon Ball, but there's a little bit. There are hints. We're going to talk about that kind of stuff. I do want to say a big... What's up? Welcome. Hello to any and all new listeners we may have because judging by the traffic the site did on uh, a certain big news day approximately one week ago, I think we have new people. So hey... What's up, everyone? I hope we have new people that would rock. Yeah, if you're just now listening to the show, drop us a line. Say, hey, I had no idea that you guys have been doing this for 11 years. Well, not the podcast for 11 years. The site for 11 years. Podcast, like three and a half, maybe going on four. I don't know. As you can see, 164 episodes. That's right. Been around the block. We know a few things. And back. And back both ways, uphill and snow. That's how it works. So, hey, uh, we're glad to have you here. We talk about Dragon Ball every week in addition to the stuff on the website. So, thank you for joining us. Speaking of the website, Mary. Yes. I have new stuff up on the website. I know, and
1: I've been a terrible wife, and I have not read it yet.
0: That's okay. You've seen bits and pieces here and there. I know. So I just want to run down a couple new things that are up on the website. Tell you know in- me
1: too, because I don't know. Okay. I kind of know.
0: The newbie guide is updated.
1: <gasps> wow! No I'm longer. not a newbie! <laughs> I can pretend, though.
0: <laughs> That's right. No longer do certain things say, now in 2004, so
1: important thing is to not date yourself and things like that. That's
0: right. So it's uh, up to date and things don't necessarily, I don't know. It, it's great. So absolutely go check it out. You'll probably learn a few things, even if you think you know everything. It's a good history of the series and how it came over to America, but mostly about the Japanese side of things and a lot about the American side. Uh, the rise in popularity, their resurgence, all sorts of great stuff. The music directory has been undergoing a few changes here and there. I started off with that CD singles page to kind of test it out, see if the new format works. I've been going through doing a lot of stuff. Just yesterday, I finished up the Hit Song Collection page, which looks amazing. I love everything that's up there. And that's going to make it real easy to do the CD sets page because most of those CDs are just repackagings of the Hit Song Collection CDs. The video game page is almost done. I'm waiting on Julian to finish up a couple translations, I think for Burst Limit and Infinite World. And those are just going to get, you know, updated and look all nice and we'll be back up to date with the music directory. Another really fun page is the Synopsis Summary for the a thing mary you actually watched this yeah with
1: i honestly was shocked at what a kick i got out of it it was really really amusing it's just been because a while i got to pretend i was it, smart but... like i can answer questions that are meant for five-year-olds and be like yeah <laughs> i know the answer the answer is sell. yeah
0: so this was called dragon ball z or just dragon ball z gather together Goku World. There you go. It was a a combination little device with a special telephone that you would answer calls. The characters would call you. You'd pick it up and answer. And there was also a VHS that came with it. So it's a combination quasi OVA plus interactive video game. Different from the other interactive OVA video game that came out. Uh, I don't have a normal uh, information page up on the site for it yet. All I've done so far is the summary. But that's been done for a while. And rather than hold on to it, I figured I'll just put that up there people can read through it you can read all the funny questions and what the answers are so check that stuff out mary i think that's all the uh stuff stuff i got yep that's it all right so let us move on to some news So, you listen to last week's episode, you know all about the big refresh coming up on April 5th over in Japan. And Toei's site now confirms said refresh in addition to the jump stuff. It's
1: not just some rumor we made up to be an April Fool's early joke. No, nope, it's nothing legit. Like that. So, there you go.
0: Nice. Uh, Nothing else to say about it. It just says, yep, it's happening. This was up on Anime News Network and going all over the place. Toriyama's response to the live-action movie. We have a quote from the man himself about this movie.
1: You'll find it's extremely Japanese in its politeness and not really committing to having an opinion.
0: (laughs) That's right. So why don't I read it for you here? It says, quote, As the original creator, I had a feeling of, huh? Upon seeing the screenplay and the character designs, but the director, all the actors, the staff, and the rest are nothing but ultra high-caliber people. Maybe the right way for me and all the fans to appreciate it is as a new Dragon Ball of a different dimension. Perhaps this might become a great masterpiece of power. Hey, I look forward to it. Could that be any more Toriyama?
1: Yeah, that (laughs) sounds... It says It's nothing. a beat, though. I mean, I mean, I guess he has to be. It's like, I made the thing, so... See, here's
0: the thing. You can never read into anything Toriyama ever says, because, like you were saying Mary, it's a typical Japanese response, but it's even more so exaggerated with Toriyama, where he never commits to anything. He never says anything positive or negative. I think the most we have here is the, huh? But that's also, you can't read anything into it, because, of course, he's a creator, and he'll think it's really weird seeing a new take on what he developed. So that's out there. Constantine has it. It's actually where I'm reading uh, the translation off of. So there you go on that. Not really news, but hey, Toriyama's talking. That means he's not dead. That's always a good thing. Last bit of news I have for you is uh, some Viz Big stuff. Mary, we haven't got around to picking this up. I may pick up some later Viz Bigs oh, for Z as we get into the manga review to try and support Viz as less as I possibly can. But uh Dragon Ball, what they call Dragon Ball 1 through 16, and then it switches over to Z. You know, these Viz big have three volumes per bigger Volume, the Omnibus edition, 16 is not divisible by three. So the problem here is there's an extra volume. Well, let me tell you what they're doing. This big number five for Dragon Ball is gonna have four issues inside of it. Cool beans. So you're not losing out. It's not gonna get pasted in somewhere else. So it'll be an extra thick uh volume there. But uh that's how it's gonna be going. I'll have 13 through 16. That's all the news I got. Not a whole bunch of big stuff, and everything seems small in comparison to last week's episode. But that's it, Mary. Okay. Let's talk love. Let's do it. So Dragon Ball is a shonen and uh, by definition. That means it's for young boys. It's very action comedy oriented.
1: Young not, boys don't
0: care about love. Not so much on the love and in-depth relationship analysis and kind of stuff. However, due to its lack
1: of love, it's good for fangirls because then they can imagine that love exists Forever in the two, show. You
0: know, Shonen has such a huge fangirl audience, and this is a whole nother subject, but I think that's just grown over the years with these huge casts. That all these new shonen shows have. I mean, Dragon Ball sure had a big cast, but you get into One Piece and Naruto, huge cast, male female characters, male female fans, it's enormous. But we'll stick with Dragon Ball because that's what we're here to talk about. I want to talk about love in the show, the hints that we have of these couples and how they interact with each other. This is not a whole lot, and I unfortunately don't have the quote offhand, but Toriyama has said things before like, oh, that's not the kind of thing I like to write. Uh, I am thinking of the Bardock special in particular, where where he, he really liked it, but it was a different story, something that he would never write. And it's the same thing with the in depth character relationships and the love. That's not something he's big on writing. I think the furthest we ever got was maybe, you know, the, the funny crushes that we have in Dr. Slump. And that's nothing compared to what we have in Dragon Ball, where basically there are females just to make more males as the series goes on. But we have some couples. We have half couples, which we'll talk about later. Mary, where would you like to start? I would with like to start. Loving- The love. The first couple in the series, Bo and Yamcha. All right, that's great, because we actually get started talking about um, love and lust and dealing with the opposite sex. Well,
1: that was Yamcha's whole shtick, which eventually fell by the wayside was his lack of ability in the love
0: department. Right. He he literally froze up and would run away when he was near a female. I kind
1: of wish they stuck with that. I mean, I guess it could have worn a little bit thin, but it's a character trait that you don't really see elsewhere in the show. Usually, everyone else is either indifferent or a major hornball, and Yamcha was the only person to generally want to have a relationship, but he was just so unable to, and it was very unique for its time. I I will say
0: that as the series goes on, we do see instances of Yamcha blushing or something like that to show he's still got that side of him, like that embarrassed side, but in it doesn't go any further than that. Like, it doesn't get any deeper into the whole relationship stuff. I mean, we can talk about him and Bulma and that obviously went nowhere. Even though Bulma was totally
1: into him. So I wonder where did it fall apart? Because they were obviously interested in each other and they went out for a couple years. I think he was just a slacker or maybe Bulma's just too high maintenance.
0: I'm sure it's a little bit of both. Of course, we have no idea because Toriyama can't write that kind of stuff. And that's
1: why fanfics exist. (laughs) I'm sure there's plenty out there.
0: Let me move on to a character that was introduced do shortly thereafter and he changed and adapted over the series that's Kududin. he shows up with porn to try and get training but we also as he grows up get to this i want to get married side of him he even gets a song oh, on man, a i want to get married yeah <laughs> i want to get married Mambo."
1: one character that very very desperately wants a family and marriage and just seems like he kind of wants the whole regular life thing yeah, yeah. To be an ordinary joe after all this crazy fighting
0: which is funny because uh i remember that scene it's the very very beginning of the z portion where goku is tossing the rocks and talking to gohan chi chi doesn't want him to train Krillin's like oh why does it suck to be a martial artist you know it's fine doing this kind of stuff but then we get to this. Oh, I just want to settle down, have a wife and kid. And you see his infatuation almost with number eighteen, where it's not this. I don't know. I feel like he just jumped into it just because there was another female that no one else had seen before.
1: Well, she also. It wasn't that he just suddenly fell in love with her at first sight. She was kind of hitting on him That's first. True. And she prob- put him
0: on a little bit.
1: He was probably intrigued. Like, why is this hot blonde like kissing me? This is kind of different. <laughs> ah!
0: It was definitely that kiss that really, I don't know, sent him forward 100% into this total infatuation. Because he was terrified of her. Oh, absolutely. The, on that scene in the highway. But I think it was a, a loving, terrified kind of feeling. I don't Maybe know after the fact. Describe
1: So <laughs> Because then Trunks gives uh, him shit over it because he can tell he's kind of waning a little bit on being them right, up. Right.
0: It's like, hey, they're monsters. What are you thinking? <laughs> well, even before we get to the marriage stuff, we get the the self-destruct or the destruction, the the button, the device that he crushes and tells them to get lost. I mean, he's looking out for her best interest here. And then there's the wish at the end. He wants her to be human, but she's already kind of human, so get rid of the bombs. And she just kind of, she yells at him and flies off.
1: J-18号! <laughs> 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 Bacca!
0: and so somewhere in the next seven years (laughs) she changes her mind (laughs) and she comes back and they get together i don't know what happened there that's great let's flip back because we're skipping over probably the most significant couple in the series because it destroys another couple sort of and produces another male character that's Bulma and Vegeta Mm -hmm. crazy stuff the first time she ever saw him was that on Namek when we were recently talking yeah I think so okay there's not really much of an interaction I have to imagine reading through that for the first time you have no indication whatsoever no hints that these two characters will go anywhere together but at least they saw each other and that Mm -hmm. was something and then it just goes from there how do they get together this is such a strange twist well, the only
1: the only point in which they start interacting was um with the namekians was that filler in the anime or was that out also in the manga it was we... padded
0: out but yeah they're all back there on earth
1: okay so they're all talking there and he's basically
0: I, she's... stuck on earth
1: yeah and she's teasing him a little bit <laughs>
0: もう少しで私の家まで壊れるところ! Right, she's showing her—I don't know—superiority. Does he see that in her? Where he almost sees it as a challenge to tame her as his wife? I don't know. I don't know. Could be <laughs> kind of reading they're into the it. The ultimate
1: there. odd couple. It's right. great. Is that why they're it works stubborn. so well? Yeah, they're both stubborn and hot-headed,
0: and they just fit each other perfectly. It's almost like Vegeta has become the perfect male counterpart to Bulma. Where Yamcha—I think that's really what it is. Bulma was too much, too high maintenance for Yamcha, and he just kind of slacked off. I think "slacker" is a great word for it. Slacked off in the relationship. It's too easily whipped, and and that's no challenge for Bulma. Exactly. That's the word I was going to use, is challenge. Bulma and Vegeta are a challenge for each other. I think that's why it works so well. Uh It's such a great dynamic. (laughs) It seems screaming at each other, and... I mean, later on... This they must have the best sex ever. <laughs> wow, great. I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking very much later in the series where old Kaioshin and Goku's talking about the picture of naked Bulma, and is like, why are you offering my wife what about your own? That
1: was, I always loved that scene because he uses the word wife yes. because we never had any indication that there was an actual wedding ceremony or anything official. He's referring on to paper. her as that. Uh-huh. And
0: that's great. It's
1: like, yay,
0: wife, ha-ha. <laughs> Let's talk about another crazy couple, sort of on the same side of the family spectrum here, and that's Bulma's parents. Bulma's mother, who has no name, and Dr. Brief, who doesn't really have much of another name himself. I love these two, especially in the earlier parts of Dragon Ball, because I don't know if it's just a marriage of convenience, and she is just so dissy she doesn't know anything. She's any a better. trophy wife. She's totally a trophy wife. She
1: is kinda hot for an older lady.
0: Oh, absolutely. Just the way that they talk to and about each other. I don't know how much of this is visism stuff. And I don't remember which part. I think it was twenty-first Budokai ever. Maybe after that. Maybe getting into red ribbon where Bulma's home, and they're talking about having affairs or getting like a pool boy or whatever it is she was talking about. And she just screams at him like, "Don't talk this way when I'm right here." <laughs> and it's just such great conversations, and they're just so nonchalant about it's it because
1: they're a mature couple. Is they're allowed it? to talk that way. Okay. That's maybe great. they're just so used to each other, like, "Yeah, hey, we can joke." Well, maybe they're
0: joking or not. Who knows about affairs and all I, that I don't know because. Kind of her mom is all over every male that's ever come home, whether it's Yamcha, Vegeta, Goku himself. or trunks. Or trunks, hitting on her own grandson. She doesn't know any better, I guess. She's just all over these male characters. I love it so much.
1: She's a resident slut we don't know enough about.
0: Good description. I like it.
1: So, how about a more normal couple,
0: and that's where I want to go. Okay. Um, I'm going to talk about Gohan and Videl because I think it's normal in the sense that we kind of get to see teenage love. Yeah, the the teenage years, whereas all the other characters are pretty much adults by the time they get together. Yamcha and Bulma, sure, were like the sixteen era, but that didn't really go anywhere. The marriage era, they're already like fully grown in their adults, 20, yeah. right? So with these two, it's high school, and it's so fun to see them. Videl seems like the she changes so much just like i think chi chi does where she's but it's the other way around where videl's so angry and just mean to gohan almost probably because she knows he's keeping a secret and she can't get it out of him and then you see as they grow together towards the end of z and even into gt she's calmed down she's just all sweet and nice and doesn't really yell anymore unless it's two bad guys or her dad oh, oh yes. Yeah. she has no problem yelling at her dad that's great I love the scene in movie 12 where they're cleaning up the dishes and I think Chi-Chi says something like you'll make a great wife someday. Uh-huh. And she knocks, she drops one plate or something and then knocks over all the other plates and she's blushing and stuff. And chi is just laughing. i <laughs> I love those little hints. And sure, it's a movie, so it's not fully Toriyama, but it's close enough along those same lines. Such a good little scene to, I don't know, get inside those characters' heads a little bit. What other Videl and Gohan stuff? was? I mean, we have Great well, Slime Man 1 kind and of, 2.
1: Gohan's pretty naive, it seems, as he kind of had to have a relationship. Dad. And he was kind of oblivious for a bit as far as Videl and even Angela, if, whatever that filler episode girl was named. He seems pretty oblivious to women in general. So it kind of made Vidal and Gohan's relationship a little more natural because they're like awkward and teenagers and growing up.
0: (laughs) I like that, though. I like it a lot. I think they're they're a great couple and they look so natural together as the series progresses, even into GT and stuff. They just... I don't know. It works well. Obviously, they have pawns, so they love each other enough to have a child. So, do we take it back to the main character now? Yes, I think we should. The introduction of the relationship based on the concept of food or what she thought was marriage or proposal and uh oh, crazy stuff and then we get to a point and we should point out that in the tv series the two of them see each other again but in the manga it's not until the 23rd Tenkaichi Budokai when Chi-Chi shows up as the anonymous fighter in the tournament that they finally see each other again and Goku again completely oblivious no idea what's going on doesn't know what these words even mean I love this part of the series I've seen it so many times but Mary let me get your perspective on how Chi-Chi treats him at first and how that kind of flips around on itself right then and there. Well,
1: she treats him like crap at first because she's pissed that he doesn't remember who she is. And then it seems like once he beats her, she's all lovey-dovey. It's
0: almost kind of creepy. Did he prove his worth to her by defeating her? I suppose
1: her? so. I mean, he does have, you know, hunky man muscles.
0: <laughs> and I mean, he looks to good and
1: topless, but
0: Very true. I'm... Hey, you know what? If you're going to say that I'm sure Chi-Chi does too.
1: Yeah, so yeah. So there. Totally. Fine. I think they work together because they're both kind of simple. They're simpletons.
0: Oh, they're complete hicks. I mean, they talk slightly differently, but they both have the complete country bumpkin thing going on. But then she's all over him, and he's so confused about why is she hanging on to me, and I can't walk. Can you let go of me for a little bit? Then, <laughs>
1: 제가 저... <놀라> <놀라>
0: And then Chi-Chi changes into crazy the, soccer mom. The crazy soccer mom <laughs> Julian has talked about in the past where she's infatuated with Gohan's studies and becoming a great scholar or whatever it is. H- how about the relationship there because there's no interaction, he's dead for a little bit and then he's dead again later on.
1: She probably feels very lonely, but for the times that he is around they are very very sweet together, which is odd because Goku doesn't seem to know how to be a gentleman, but there are some scenes in the anime, I don't know if they're in the manga, where Uh
0: they're very sweet and
1: cute, like he spins her
0: around and stuff. That's the one big scene that I think everyone always points to, and it's after he wakes up from uh, the heart disease. And they are so incredibly cute together there. He does. He spins her around. And he throws
1: her up in the air. And Kamei Sennin's
0: looking down, <laughs> being a pervert, watching the whole thing. But it is, they're smiling at each other, and you can actually see a, a lot of love there. And is it just that he's grown to love her? Because I don't know that Goku can truly love someone that way. I don't know.
1: Well, maybe something happened between the five years after the 23rd Tengai Chibudokai and then the start of Dragon Ball Z, because... He's very cute with Gohan too, so maybe he just matured.
0: Definitely. I have to imagine he's matured a little bit over the course of the series. Yes. He's he's still dumb and naive and very selfish. But when it comes to his family and friends, he always puts them first. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, well, it's my job." Until he decides to that, leave them. Oh God, <laughs> uh, his I hate own you, Goku. Selfish goals. Okay, and gains you're right. are I was more just about important. to like
1: Goku until I remembered the end. Uh, like, Oh, you asshole! Yeah, I
0: felt like there was something very wrong with what I was saying because I knew that he doesn't. Yeah, it's not first. a happy
1: ending to me anyway.
0: <laughs> Definitely not. What other couples do we have in the series? Does anyone else work together? Uh, Tenshin Shinhan and Lynch. Oh, I totally forgot about them. That's another infatuation one.
1: Yeah, another one that doesn't go anywhere. No. <laughs> because Lynch is just obsessed with him.
0: But I love the filler in the TV version after he dies, when she's just getting wasted in the bar with her head down, completely distraught over this loss. Hey! If <laughs> <Regina. coughs> <More a drink. laughs> 金眼 I think that shows, hey, sure, Toriyama may have forgotten about her, but at least Toei didn't and threw some stuff in there to show that maybe it was infatuation for a little bit. She was chasing them around, but she genuinely cared for him there enough to drown her sorrows in alcohol at the time. <laughs> Anyone else? There are there any other good relationships?
1: If you ask me, I'm just going to give you a joke answer.
0: All right, what's the joke answer? I was going
1: to say, like, I don't know, Long and Poir.
0: They're both male.
1: Oh, well, that can still be a relationship.
0: Ah. <sighs> How about Goten and Trunks,
1: and was that on your top know. five relationships? As far as
0: friendship goes, oh, I don't all know. Right.
1: unless we talk about the end of Z. Then I have some questions. <laughs> okay. I I am unsure about the end of Z.
0: How about going into GT? Then Pond's infatuation with Trunks.
1: I'm, you know what? I'm really torn about that. I've wavered on that so much in the last ten years on whether or not she actually has a crush on him, or whether or not it's just a friendship,
0: just like a senpai kind of thing. Yeah.
1: I'm not sure. I don't know what to think about that, but we do have an actual relationship in Goten and I don't know what the hell to call her. Patis, whatever her name is, is that ditzy brown oh, hair girl.
0: Well, Goten is crazy because he kind of becomes a, a like playboy. Yeah, <laughs> he's, I love that he's on the the phone talking with girls and stuff, and that's why he misses the ship. It's such a, a good, fun little thing. Sure. does this reminds me
1: about. of Goten though. Like, what the hell happened? It doesn't seem like the same person. No,
0: I can see that working because he's a total. He's dumbass, the his son. Yeah. So whatever. All right, so that's all we can think of at the moment. Sure, there's not a whole lot to go on, and we're just kind of naming the relationships for a topic rather than getting really in-depth with them. I think we got a little in-depth. But, you know, I agree because the problem is Toriyama doesn't go that in-depth, and so we have to read a little bit into it.
1: And again, fanfics. Find them at an internet near you to learn more about these relationships and
0: more. I can't say... A lot more. I can't say I approve of this, but hey, whatever it is you gotta do, go ahead and do that. So, Mary, that was our uh, discussion on relationships. Shall we move on. yes let's talk releases so we're about halfway into february exactly
1: halfway into february
0: nice so let us take the last half of february on the 17th talking about Viz big before we have Viz big dragon ball z volume 4 this covers tongue bone graphic novels volumes 26 to 28 it is 17.99 although you can get it on amazon for 12 23 mary the next day over in spain
1: all right, February 18th, we got Dragon Ball Z Volume 30. It's Spanish R2 DVD. It's a two-disc set, and it goes through episodes 240 through 247. And you can find it for €24.95 euros on zonadvd.com. Also, on that day, we have Dragon Ball Z Box Volume 3. It's a nine discs, wow. And it covers 37 episodes, we think. Uh, episodes 81 through we don't know. Uh the previous sets were 40 episodes each so probably something around that. If 37 is correct that takes us to 117 right before Trunk shows up which seems like a pretty logical place to for the set to end. The last two sets were around 60 euros on Zona DVD so you can probably expect it to be about that much too.
0: Very nice. February 24th, we keep forgetting to mention these. Dragon Ball Evolution books coming out. Oh, wow! There's the Junior Novel, which is $5.99. There's also the three chapter books. It would be The Discovery, The Search, and The Battle, which are four ninety nine each on Amazon. Uh, I'll definitely pick up this junior novel. I don't know about the chapter books. I don't know if I want to spend five bucks each on... No. I, I don't know. I'll uh, decide for you. <laughs> thank you. All adapted by Stacia Duch and Rodi Cohen, whatever their names are. Uh, they all actually came out yesterday in Japan, Mary, on the 13th. So the Japanese translations are out. But that makes sense because they're getting the movie about a month before we are. So that is the 24th. Mary, 25th, next day over in Japan.
1: Okay, we have the Ayumi Hamasaki CD single for Rule. It's the international theme song for Dragon Ball Evolution. There's three different versions on it that are coming out, uh, each with different features to them. One version includes a DVD with music videos on it, and CD Japan has them for uh, 1,000 yen, uh, 1,000 yen, in eighteen hundred yen, yeah, depending
0: on which version you get. Right, so we're getting the one with the DVD and the music videos, so we'll absolutely be giving that a review. Probably the week after it comes out, because take a little bit to get over here. I know the song has totally leaked online; it's all over the place. Do you have any initial impressions on it just yet? It's it's all right. It's all right. That's yeah. about how I'm feeling so far. I only heard it once, so. Okay, I definitely want to give it some more listens and. Absolutely, when the CD itself comes in. I think there's a remix of it on there, too, so it'll be good to check out. So, that's releases for the rest of February. Let's do some emails. Mary, why don't you read the first one here from SSJ Ravi. I think this email is actually from last April. Oh! Oh! But uh okay, I'm, so, um, I'm digging into some emails to pull out some stuff that went unanswered.
1: All right, so 10 months ago, SSJ Ravi, who may or may not still be listening, writes, Hi, Vegeta, EX Mary, and possibly Julian. I've just seen a video on YouTube, and I would like to know where this fight is from. As a hardcore DBZ slash anime fan... I know that it is not from a DVZ movie, from the TV series, and not from the OVA. And then there's a link to the YouTube video. Hope to find out soon. <laughs> Sorry, it's not soon. Uh SJ Ravi.
0: P.S. Love the podcast and website. Oh, this ties in so nicely. Because the clip they sent along is a clip from near the end of the Tedovico game slash video feature, which you can read a full synopsis for over on the website. And uh, we described it at the beginning of the episode. Just quick recap. It's a little telephone device Coordinates with this VHS that you pop in. It's like, like quizzes. quizzes. And it's like half an hour footage. long, and it's new footage, which is great, and it time travels back and forth over the course of the series up to the cell stuff. So there you go. The next email here this comes to us from Will. Mary, I will read this for you, and uh, you're actually going to have a very interesting answer. Are you ready for oh, this? Oh, okay. Are you prepared? I am. I'm getting there. Okay. Will says Hello, Vegeta, we ask Mary, Julian, and whoever else may be there. Well, it's just us two. I am Venom Symbiote from the forums. I actually have several questions. I would like to have answered. Here they are. Number one, what exactly do you guys mean by the phrase, in the year 2000 (laughs) and the internet crashed? I am 15, so due to my age, I simply don't remember anything that happened then as I was too young. Seven, to be exact. Uh okay then. Uh, number two, have you guys ever wondered how exactly your sites have impacted the entire fandom? As an example, my family did not own a computer of any sort until I became 15. Thus, I had no idea that Planet Namek, Shui X, or Curtis Hoffman's site even existed. However, I always knew that the stages of Ultra Super cyogen were not Super Saiyajin 2, the androids were in fact cyborgs, Goku's father was in fact not a brilliant scientist, and AF did not exist most of these facts came from many sites back in the heyday of fandom and it shocks me to think that even though I did not have a computer I still knew what the real facts were I was the one who would explain the real origins of the Dragon Balls that being that Kami created them not an angry god splitting one into seven and all that false info and whatnot again do you guys have any idea how much your sites have impacted the fandom as a whole whether it be through debunking rumors spreading news or just inventing terms that didn't exist such as Kushami and Ultra Super Saiyan? thanks and sorry about the long email Mary. Yes. In the year 2000.
1: That is a uh, reference to Conan O'Brien uh, late night uh, variety show, comedy show, um, where they would do this bit where they would turn off the lights and have some creepy lighting and they would go, in the year 2000, even though they would do that like after the year 2000. So it was kind of funny in that they're trying to be all futuristic, even though it was already way past the year 2000 and they would make predictions on things in a humorous fashion.
0: Right. So when we're talking about that in conjunction with the internet crash back around that year. Uh, Think of the recession we're going through right now in the country. Equate that to a giant internet bubble burst around 2000, 2001, where people were realizing that their advertising tactics just... Weren't working, people weren't clicking banners, and people were pulling all of their money out of internet ventures, that kind of stuff. And that affected us because. Oh,
1: God, our hosting, all of our hosting would die, and we'd have to switch servers like every couple months because it, it would was just keep going under.
0: Uh, things were very, very different back then. I think it was Efront. You can actually dig back into the anime news network archives. They were really good about helping us out back then and posting stories about Efront and it going down and sites moving. So there was just a huge internet crash, and, you know, we. We all got through it, and at least some of us survived and decided to keep going. Some
1: people just got too fed up, understandably so, and just wouldn't put their sites back up. This was around the time did
0: caster stop Back around that time, I can't even remember. I'll have to uh, check it After it that, I think it just it was one of those barriers where if you didn't get through it, you probably weren't going to get back into running sites. And then there was a whole new generation of sites afterwards. But that's what we're talking about with that Uh impacting the fandom. Mary, we're pretty convinced, probably around ninety percent that you are responsible for something.
1: Yes, and this is probably me being very egotistical, but it's just too strange for me to at least not consider this being true, and that is um, I had a feature on my site called The History of Trunks. It was this weird audio and visual experience where my sister... Experience. <laughs> yeah, that's the only way I can describe it. That my sister and I put together just explaining Trunks' bio in just a humorous fashion. It was kind of silly. Uh, it was very silly, and... I called it the History of Trunks, and a
0: little bit after that, um, they put out the the trunks- End of 2000. You had already been running your site for a couple of years. At yeah, that for point. two
1: years. So I think I probably put out that thing either in 98 or 99. I really don't remember. And then they put out the Trunks TV special and called it the History of Trunks. And I always thought that was very strange because it's a very weird phrase. Like it doesn't, like the history of Trunks, it doesn't really make sense necessarily. And I don't know what my mindset was when I named that on that section on my site at the time. So I thought, would it not be um, too unheard of for Funimation to have stumbled on this section on my site and take the name of it for the Trunks TV special. I don't know. Again, it might be me just being um, you know... Literally. It's a
0: very strange coincidence. It is a strange coincidence. And this is the time where Funimation was very well aware of all the fan sites that are out there. I don't know these days. I know things like Atari and whoever's... and Bondi, they're well aware of all the fan sites because they're trying to connect and get things promoted. But Funimation themselves, they're kind of past this? I don't I don't know.
1: It just seemed really strange to me and I think if that is true, that I helped inspire the name for the and North American Cool. Of this thing, then Yeah, that's interesting.
0: Another very specific thing that I, I can pretty much say that we did. Uh and anyway. Some of the early DVDs that Funimation was doing, they were very, very poorly authored DVDs back then. Just the, the video quality and the branching, that kind of stuff. Uh, when it would switch the alternate angles from the title screen of the episode to the regular content of the episode, the way the discs were authored, they would typically have very awkward pauses. And in one of my early reviews of these DVDs, I suggested that what they do to get around this was uh, actually fade down the title card ba- uh, down to black and silence before it would switch the angles. Lo and behold, the next run of DVDs had this very exact same thing going on. Now, whether or not it was our review or someone else had the same you know, logical idea to test out with their next run of DVDs, sure, maybe that happened. That would have been around the same time, uh, 2000. That was something. On a grander scale, have we changed fandom? I don't know. It's tough to say. I mean, we've been around for a decade and we've touched lots of people inappropriately or appropriately whatever but we're not these grand overarching sites that get thousands upon thousands upon thousands of visitors and readers we're pretty niche for what we do especially mary being yeah a not Trump so much site. anymore
1: my site used to be more popular than yours oh then, definitely then i stopped caring and <laughs> now i only get like a couple hundred hits a day So I definitely don't think I made an impact in my heyday and I certainly don't make an impact now. I think the only thing I might have done was just set a high standard for a character-focused site.
0: At the time, yeah. Yeah, at the time.
1: And it was a silly site, so I don't try and take it too
0: seriously. That's the thing. We're on a completely different side from everyone else where this is just some fun thing we do.
1: Maybe it is for you, but (laughs) it stopped being fun for me a while ago. What,
0: running the Trunks website? Yeah,
1: just running a site in general. Like, when web design became my job,
0: it was like, okay, I don't want to work on it at home either. Well, I mean, from then until now, just our involvement has always been just this side oh, yeah, the thing yeah. that we do. Whereas for other people, they're visiting our sites on the total opposite end of the spectrum where they're the ones getting the information, that kind of stuff. It's hard for me to put myself into that position because I haven't been in that position for well over a decade at this point. So I have no idea what our impact may be to someone else if we've affected anything. I have no idea. I wouldn't make any presumptions about anything else. It would else. be
1: nice th- to claim that you cleared up misinformation, but clearly people are as stupid now as exactly. they've always been.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And as the fandom just continues to grow with people, while well, stupidity continues to grow with the more amount of people that you have. So, we can do our best. I mean, look at spam on the internet. If it was as easy as just telling people to not respond to spam, we wouldn't have a spam problem, because it wouldn't work. Well, clearly, spam still gets sent out because it does work. So, Dragon Ball AF is always going to be a problem, because people don't acknowledge that it doesn't exist. Of course, now we have the fan manga based on it, so that kind of hurts the evidence and the arguments there. So, I don't think we really really have any other answers. I love that history of Trunks thing. I think that's thoroughly intriguing and probably the best answer we could give on this question. So Mary, if people have any other questions, comments, concerns, all that good stuff, where do they send it?
1: Send it on over to podcast at daizx.com. That's p o d c a s t at D-A-I-Z-E-X dot com.
0: Fantastic. So with that, we come to the close of the episode. Just you and I this week. Hey, hey we got to run. We got to go out for yes, a nice yes, gotta dinner. Yes, change,
1: you get fancy. Let's go, go, go and so, stuff our feet. We'll do that.
0: I have no idea what we'll do for an episode next week. We kind of haven't gotten that far ahead of ourselves. We'll try to have something very nice for you. We were going to do a character-focused arc episode when the big news hit, so maybe we'll try to get back to something like that. We talked about that character this episode. Yeah, I think I'm may
1: have um said everything i wanted to say <laughs> <laughs> about that character today so
0: maybe we'll think about it all right then so for mary over here great having you
1: thank you for having me
0: for julian off in japan he's not here you can check us out at www.daizex.com that's daizenshu ex my name is mike Vegito ex and this episode is over we're going out to
1: dinner daizenshu ex